Hello and welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi. My name is Jeff Hunt and I'm joined today by Liana Hunt. Hello, hello. And Erin May Wicks. Also, hello, hello. Nice to be sharing this conversation with you today. And you too, Jeffrey. And you too. How do you do? I have had uh, a couple of coffees with real life people. <laughs> Over the last little while. Ooh. Yep. And, <laughs> and does your introvert self feel uh, energized? No, I feel quite um, you know, proud of myself for going back out into the world. And <laughs> the gentlemen that I've met with have also just been like, Yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> real life coffees and the real life. Interacting with real people. <laughs> yeah. Can be done. So all you introverts. Nothing bad happened. Yep. Mm. Embrace. Mm-hmm. It's happening. <laughs> Let's just give it 14 days to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. I'll need to go back into lockdown just to be sure. No, um, today we are back in our series of Power Verses. Power Verses. <laughs> and today, Ez, echo. you're going to bring us your power verse one or of one of your power verses. verses. I know. I asked permission to have more than one and Jeffrey said no. <laughs> Quite quick. Yeah. That's just being very frugal and he wants to <laughs> squeeze out another episode. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so this is Power Versus um, point one for me. You can't help it if you need to bring in some context from the Bible. That's right. And if I find lots of the word of God powerful. Yeah. But yeah. also not to be rude, but I think one verse will fill up our time. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Not to be rude, I think you know what he's saying. As soon are. as you introduce something with, not to be rude, but. <laughs> That's what our, even our kids are onto that. No offence, mum. <laughs> this dinner. <laughs> They've actually been like overwhelmingly positive about my Shout food lately. Shout out our kids. Shout out our food. kids. And yeah. even telling other kids in the family to eat it because it's yummy. Wow. Thank you. That's one job of parenting I would like to hand over. <laughs> convincing people to eat things. Although it has to be said that uh, for our second child, um, each night when I say, okay, what do you want to thank God for tonight? He says, food. Yeah. <laughs> and he's consistent, right? Yeah. My Mother's Day card, thank you for all the food you make us <laughs> and when we have ice cream together. <laughs> Way to a man's heart. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> that man, anyway. Yep. My other child. <laughs> Thank you for the food and for combing out nits. <laughs> <laughs> Mother's Day, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, the joy. Practical, practical it things is joy. to thank God for. Back to you, Ez. Yes. Please well, do tell. Um, power verse. Well, are you going to give us a backstory? You're going to um, jump into the verse and then go from there. I feel like whatever I do, I could do it quick. No, um, no, don't do it quick. <laughs> no, don't. Um, I, I feel like we're on a system whereby we have to not reveal the power verse and All kind right. of have a big long okay. lead up. I think Ez can do whatever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. Power battle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think that if you have known me for any length of time that you probably know the verse that I'm going to talk about. This verse was hugely significant to me because it helped me to understand the gospel. Um, So if you know anything about how I came to uh, really understand who Jesus was and how I wanted to live for him, then I was about, (coughs) I was 18. So it was like the end of high school and I went through um, 
very much uh, like I had a mum who was beautiful who told me um, about God growing up, didn't doubt his existence, um, but didn't understand what to do, mm. what that meant for my life and didn't understand God as a father at all. And then a number of things happened, particularly in that year, that were really quite big and significant things, but they left me realising that I had no um, relationship with God and I was quite fearful of him. Mm. And I didn't know what to do about that because I didn't feel like I was good enough to um, for God. And I, so I asked a Christian about it. <laughs> Wait, can I just dial in like... In terms, like, when you say fearful of God, like, what was what was that like? <laughs> was it kind of just like he's too big and scary, or like? Yeah, this is this is podcast revealed. This is like my testimony on a platter. Uh, yeah, I was literally fearful of him. He was too big and scary. Yeah, right. So I feel like I may have told some people this before. I used to be really scared of the stars um, yeah, right. in the nighttime sky. So I grew up on a farm and you step outside, there's no so light pollution. You see stars. Yeah. yeah. You could see stars for miles yeah. and stars upon stars. That's what mm. I think is so amazing. Like you see that first layer of stars and then like a second. Mm. Um, and it was – so when I was in year 12, one of my friends was killed in, mm. a, in an accident. Mm. And I remember sitting at his funeral and I, c- I could hear the preacher talking about something – but all I kept thinking was, I don't know where my friend is. I don't mm. know where he is. Um, That's really scary. Yeah. And I w- I, it really frightened me. And I, in, through that experience, God changed that question to be, well, you don't know where Scotty is, but where would you be? Yes. And then I got really frightened. Mm. That's mm. And scary too. <laughs> and the, the fear exacerbated at night time mm. because when you look up at the stars i could not deny that god god exists and yeah, i right. could not deny how big he was i just thought wow okay you're the god that i don't know where i stand with and you are huge and you are uh, obviously very powerful mm. and that's true like there's something about the stars in the country that you like everyone has this experience of looking up and thinking, I'm so small. Like yep. you just kind of sense your place in the whole universe somehow and you, you're you drawn to existential questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt small and since my friend had just died, I felt fragile. Yeah. You know, because you don't expect yeah. when you're in year 12 mm. that, no. you know, death is going to come upon one of your friends so suddenly and unexpectedly. And so... I felt so. I, what did I do with that? I kind of tried to hid, hide from God. I <laughs> uh, just tried to ignore Him uh, for a while. And literally, I remember I'd finished work. I used to work at the, as a checkout chick at Coles, and I'd finished the the sh- my shift at nine o'clock on a <laughs> Thursday night. And I'd walk out, and I'd just look down all the way to the car, so I didn't look at the stars. And oh, I'd get wow. home. <coughs> It was a legit fear. It was yeah, so strange. A real star phobia. And then, <laughs> and I'd get out of the car at home, and I'd like you know glance up. Oh my goodness! Look, the stars look down. Walks into the into the house. It's very Jonah esque. Yeah. <laughs> this this say. move, just like go down into a ship and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend like it's not happening. Pull the covers over my head. Um, 
But um, I went on uh, Crusaders camp. Shout out to Crew Camps, who uh, Crew West is doing study camps. That's the type of camp that I went on. Um, mostly because in about this time of my uh, year 12, I thought I've not only been ignoring God, but just like lots of things in my life. And so, oops, I'm about to fail. Um, <laughs> year 12. <laughs> Help. Uh, so my friend was like, hey, I'm going to go on this camp and all you do is study do you want to come with me? And I was like, sure. And she goes, I think it's a Christian camp. And I was like, I don't care. Let's just go. Like, <laughs> we're going to fail. <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't even care if it's Christian. <laughs> I just need someone to force me to study. So. For 40 hours of the week. <laughs> so I find it, I mean, we, we did study camp, but it's quite funny because like you could actually study that much at home, but you just can't. <laughs> oh, there's no way I could. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Surely you you were like, I can't go on study camp. I won't get enough done. Yeah, that's actually true. I would never have gone on one of those camps. Such a waste of time. You can get more <laughs> done at home. Only 40 hours a week. You can get more done at home. And you don't have to study at night. Anyway, keep going. Uh, well, I went on this camp and I went to study. Um, but it turns out they also had these talks in the morning that you had to go to. Oh, in the um, morning. Best part of the day. See, that's why I never <laughs> went on a study camp. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. So you had to sit through Bible talks in the morning. You had to sit through Bible talks. And I I don't remember how I felt about them. Mm. But I remember it was a kind of about day three. And he was describe, describing grace. And I thought, I just, like, I was like, I'd never heard that explanation before mm. about God's grace. I'd what never heard. What was it about it that was striking compared to the God you knew? <laughs> Well, I don't think I'd understood grace besides you say grace at dinner. Oh, right, yeah. So the whole concept that God would give you an undeserved gift, mm. that was striking. Because mm. I felt undeserved, uh, undeserving and fragile mm-hmm. and not good enough for God. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then this guy was standing there going, but God is gracious and he gives you something you don't deserve. And so that kind of like messed with my head. I was thinking, wait a second. <laughs> I thought you had to be good. Christians had to be good. That was the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, I remember asking the, you know, one of the leaders on the camp about it. Um, and I thought that she would agree with me and disagree with this other guy. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> obviously got it all confused. He's got it big mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> And That's so funny. <laughs> she would have been reporting in her leaders meeting. I've got this girl in my group. She's, oh, she's just so eating clever. it up. <laughs> No, I remember saying to him, like, but don't Christians have to be good? Like, mm. that not that a thing? You have to be good if you love God? And I thought she would just say, yeah, that's right. Christians have to be good. But she did. She said, no. The whole point is that no one is good enough for God. The whole point is that God, <coughs> the only person who's good enough for God is Jesus. And you're not good enough for God, but Jesus is. And that's what grace is. Wow. Jesus, Shout out to study camp leaders everywhere. And I don't even remember this girl's name, yeah. but I wish I did. And hopefully yeah. I'll see her in heaven because this conversation was like influential in my yeah. life. Yeah. And she took me to this verse because, um, but she's, I, we had I this conversation told about. told us this verse? Yet? I haven't told you yet. Okay. It's a really long drum roll. You told oh, yeah. me to do a long yeah, drum no, roll. Oh it. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've taken it and I've run with it. Power verses. <laughs> Um, but she told me this probably we had this conversation maybe on like the Wednesday night, the Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was the last, you know, kind of conversation that we had mm. that she kind of said to me, she goes, well, do you believe it? Like, do you believe in Jesus? And I was like, I believe in Jesus. I just don't think I'm good enough for him. Like, yeah, she's she, like, <laughs> you still don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
poor thing. <laughs> she probably walked away <laughs> thinking she'd done a terrible job and <laughs> failing as a leader. No, she took me to this verse and she goes, well, what does this verse say you have to do to be saved? Does it say that you have to do anything? And so she took me to Romans 10 verse 9, which everyone who knows me is probably rolling their eyes because I say this verse all the time. And Romans That's 10 9 it's a power says, verse. if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord... And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you'll be saved. Mm. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That verse, I know off by heart, mm. because it became my, became my mantra for the next six months. <laughs> okay, why? Uh, well, because I, I had to undo my fear of the stars by getting to know the God who made the stars mm-hmm. and realising, can am I saved by God? What can I do to be saved by God? Okay, what does it say in Romans 10, 9? It says, I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Yep, I want to do that. I believe Jesus is Lord. Do I believe in my heart that God raised from the dead? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm saved. It's like, it's just easy maths at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does salvation equal? Mm. <laughs> you know, A plus B equals C. Yeah. <laughs> nothing it. about being good. Nothing about being good and nothing actually about me, mm. all about Jesus. Mm. And so, and if that was true, then I didn't have to fear God mm. um, anymore. So, so now I love the stars. Yes, that's what I was, that was going to be my question. Like, how do you feel about the stars now? I love them. Why? <laughs> Because when I look at it, I see how big and amazing God is. Mm. And I think, wow, that's the God of the universe who mm. loves me yeah. and sent Jesus um, mm. to be what I couldn't be yeah. and to save me. Mm. Yeah. And I also love the moon, but we can save that for a whole other <laughs> Is this convinced that she's going to do a whole episode on the moon? But <laughs> <laughs> you want it, listener Let's just request. squeeze it in now. <laughs> listener request. No, we're going to do a moon episode, definitely. Okay. Save it for the moon podcast. <laughs> okay. I'm holding them to it, guys. That's You've amazing. heard it here first. So, power That's my power. Completely so trans- like your completely transformed understanding of yeah. who God was from like fear of him as a big kind of just out scary god that was going to send you to hell yeah that was going to send you to hell because you weren't good enough to creator of the universe who loved you so much who's a father who welcomes you in jesus sent jesus to save you even though you weren't good enough it's a very lutherian kind of transformation because wasn't that his thing that he was like so fearful of this god who brought judgment and there's that story of him walking along the road and there's this huge thunderstorm yeah. and he just kind of like oh. totally freaks out. And he's like and hiding. confesses and promises to go yep. and be a monk and just yep. everything because of the fearfulness of, of God. And he found, yeah, that justification by faith in the scriptures and yeah. that salvation is by what Jesus has done. And that was the transformation which sparked the Reformation. So, mm. yeah. It's great <laughs> journey to go on. Yeah. It's as lucky she spark a reformation in the modern era, not, <laughs> not in the Middle Ages. Right. <laughs> but I also I held on to this verse for I reckon it took me six months. I mm. am a little bit of a slow learner, mm. and it took Aren't me about six months to drink this to let yeah. this soak yeah. in really, really well. It has to change you all the way down. That's right, and yeah. I think I kept forgetting it. I was a little bit of a goldfish. Mm. I'd be like, wait, yeah. I. Th- I, am I a Christian? I think I'm a Christian. I think I am a Christian. I, mm. I, I don't feel ridiculously different 
No, I am. Wait, 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 wait. How am I saved again? Okay, wait. A plus B equals C. Do I confess? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. Do I believe in my heart? Okay, yep, I am saved. Okay, yeah. yep. All right. Yeah. So I just came back to this again mm. and again and again. And do you still come back to it? I do again and again and again. isn't that, yeah, that's what kind of comes up. We're like constantly needing to teach ourselves that gospel message that our sin, Jesus has already taken it. Yeah. So we don't need to be fearful of God when we find sin in our lives or whatever. And mm. the assurance that this gives mm. is amazing. Mm. And I love that assurance because like that verse is so crystal clear and has obviously been so helpful for you in mm. that kind of clarity of assurance. And yet the verses before from like five to eight kind of when you first read them it's kind of like man what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> the stuff of Moses talking about too many brackets there ascend to heaven and bring Christ down and who's going to descend to the deep and bring Christ up from the de- it's like what on earth but that whole little bit is talking about how it, it's not complex you don't have to have this mighty kind of spiritual experience you don't need to kind of like go to the farthest reaches of the spiritual realm to find god or something like he's right there it's right as close as your mouth is to you that salvation is is there um and so that's a wonderful a wonderful thing to to find that and to have it as that word of assurance for you and you've got to remember like i didn't know how to read the bible at this stage Mm. and so for six months this is the the only part of the bible that i read Mm. i I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you might yeah. think that's crazy. You might think, oh, you no. become a Christian, you start reading the Bible. No, I just, I literally, I read this verse over and over again for yeah. six months and that is all I read. So I don't even know about what 10, 1 to 8 says. Yes. <laughs> Lucky you weren't confused by that. <laughs> that's it. I literally just read this verse over mm. and over again. Mm. Um, I reckon I was a Christian for 12 months with, when I first became a Christian without reading the Bible. All I had was DC Talk. Legit. <laughs> but they kind of like speak the Bible versus in the <laughs> their songs, don't they? Uh, you laugh, but... <laughs> I do laugh, but also I feel deeply sad that like, I don't know, you can become a Christian and then not, you know, be in a context where you are taught the Bible and I don't know. I also feel richly blessed that like I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm. Yeah. But DC Talk, <laughs> I, I, I'm certain that what I do the kids have these days? DC Talk from 98.5, that that was like a ministry that got me through that kind of like first 12 months before I hit uni. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about you. Well, that's it. That's my power verse. Yeah. I, like I've got other verses, uh, if they let me do a part two, that have uh, <laughs> encouraged me um, yeah. and that have been powerful. But there you go. I call it my salvation verse. Yeah. Because it's, it's a salvation verse. Right there. Yeah. It helped me to know God and um, to come to him in Jesus. Not try and be good enough, but mm. to trust in Jesus that mm. he is good enough. Mm. Great. Now, who has a home hack today? Uh, I. Oh, everyone's looking at me. I have one if you don't. Oh, have. Jeff, what's your one? Uh, well, Just I mime it. Use your voguing <laughs> Actions that you always try and no, do for us. No, Jeff has awful voguing actions. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just no joking. one knows what they mean. Which one uh, are you talking no about? No one on the podcast or off. No, you should do your cake one, Liana. Yeah, but I don't have a recipe. Right okay. My no, um, my one is just to throw things out. So I'm on. I currently <laughs> we've been home hack. Throw things out of your home. Isolated. <laughs> Thank for you long for enough. that. 
I that think wise one. Condo beat you to that, mate. I'm starting to get like that kind of cabin fever. Cabin fever. Mm. Like I'm starting to look at things through different eyes. Like instead of like coming home and finding that thing useful, I'm like in the home a lot more and going that thing is killing me <laughs> like guess it's just not quite right or whatever <laughs> anyway a while this well, this is he's this like <laughs> where are my toys <laughs> don't joke this week on bin night i said to jeff do you want to chuck that kid's play tent in the like in the wheelie bin <laughs> i'm like just use the secateurs <laughs> <laughs> exactly we had to sneak that thing out no i just thought of that time when we did that minimalist challenge where you go through the days of the month and day one, you... Yes, you did do one that for 10 thing. days. <laughs> and it gets really hard. <laughs> but I've suddenly... Is this where you wore like seven shirts or something well, yeah, for that the whole was, year? That was actually really good. I need to get back to that. But um, <laughs> throw out one thing on the first of the month, mm-hmm. two things on the second of the month, three things on the third day of the month. And so each day you kind of increase... The amount because it's like hard to throw things out, and so it is. but you can always find Especially one thing 31. Things. Yeah, but uh, by the Same end, for February people. day after day, you're throwing out dozens of items like old books, knives, and shirts. And, but it's like we should, we should throw out our bread knives, they're terrible. We still have to slice the bread though. <laughs> Jeff's always keen to throw out, but he's never keen to repurchase. <laughs> That's part of the problem. It's anyway, my home hack, home issues. Home hack, yeah, don't hold on to things that aren't useful anymore. Take it or leave it. But sometimes there is a less is more thing that you'll get more out of the items that you own in your house by clearing space for them. And you can give away. <laughs> Ez doesn't look you convinced. Can <laughs> Ez is like, I'm hearing the words, but the meaning eludes me. Don't you just put it in the cupboard? I have no words for this home hack. I don't know if all home I agree hacks with you. need guess to what endorse me and by the planning. entire podcast Guess family. what me and Jeff are planning for our fun day off tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to Marie Kondo our clothes. I'm entirely <laughs> on board with See, you. See, that actually we would be fun. We can't affect the children, so we're like, fine, we'll just clean all our All of the clothes <laughs> onto the bed in a huge pile. Uh, this and then the spark joy. I feel like disaster. you need to put some 90 music on. You need to have some <laughs> dress-ups. Midnight tomorrow <laughs> night will be in tears trying to clear the clothes off. Shoving it all on the floor and yeah. going to bed. <laughs> Look, let's. I don't like clutter. Throw things out, and I don't like things that don't have a purpose or a place. Um, yep. And I, in my heart, it needs to be purposeful or beautiful. Yes. I think to be mm-hmm. in my house, beauty is a purpose. But someone also did walk into my house on the weekend. Thank you, Henry, and say, "Hmm, I don't usually like cluttered places, <laughs> <laughs> but this is quite nice." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're telling me I defied your expectations. <laughs> so, you know, I think we're on a different page um, about yeah. um, this. This is so turned into less of a home hack and more of a, I don't know, therapy session. Live debate, yeah. <laughs> it's true. You do feel good when rubbish is out of your life. Mm. Things that aren't useful. Do you want to give us your verse? Read it out again. Oh. Yes. As our... He says, read it like I haven't got it memorized in my brain, but I will read it just in case. <laughs> uh, Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Wonderful. Amen. Amen. Farewell. Don't be scared of the stars or the God who made them. Mm.